Hello, folks. Welcome to Between the Lions. Hey, I was going to call it The Lion Tales, so be thankful for what you got. <laughs> this is a bi-weekly, bite-sized oral history of the ongoing mission by the musical collective My Soul Among Lions to put all 150 psalms from the Bible to music. This is a really fun podcast. If you haven't listened before, I don't know why you don't just go back to the beginning. I don't know why you're starting here. But if you're starting here, this is just a really fun podcast where we talk about one song from the My Soul and My Lions catalog. And we talk about the creative process. We talk about what the psalm meant to us. And we talk to the people that were involved with making it. In this case, myself, Nathan Alverson, your humble and obedient host, lyricist, contributor, one of the dark overlords of my soul, or no, not of my soul among the lions, but of Warhorn Media, where my soul among the lions makes their home. Uh, arguably, even darker overlord would be Jake Menzel. I forgot his name. Had a little stroke. Darth Jake. Darth Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is a lyricist for My Soul Among the Lions, the CEO. Darth, Darth Lyricist. Darth Lyricist, yes. Uh, he comes up with great lines like that. Um, <laughs> Let me see how good I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's Jake Menzel. He's Pastor Jake Menzel, lyricist for My Soul Among the Lions, CEO of Warhorn Media. And then we've got Pastor Phil Moyer, who, uh, hi, Phil. CEO of nothing. CEO of nothing, <laughs> but one of the chief creative engineer or people that have made My Soul Among Lions everything that you know and love. And the chief creator of the song we're talking about today, which is In You I Trust, Psalm 4. I'm looking here on the website. It says lyrics and music by Philip Moyer. Wow. So maybe you better start the story today. Phil, what do you remember about this one? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just in terms of the psalm itself, it's a prayer. Um, he's asking for God to to answer him. And so I decided to set it a little more subdued, plaintive, mm-hmm. acoustic finger picking, mm-hmm. very gentle pleading, asking for help. And maybe that's one of the criticisms of it. I'm not sure. It's very different from the other version, which I think Jody did you know the version with Paloma and yeah 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 the, the video we had God of my righteousness yeah. of my we'll righteousness. talk about that next episode yep. but. and so yeah just a a bit of a a different maybe maybe more personal a, I don't want to say maybe it's the wrong word weak but mm-hmm. just feeling helpless right yeah. Lord I need help answer me right. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm relieve me from my distress I'm I'm just completely I'm worn out right you know there are evil people all around me, but Lord, you set the godly apart from for yourself. Right. Hear me. I did get some help from Jake on this one. I mm-hmm. guess that should be, uh, <laughs> he should be acknowledged in some way for that. We all, we're all helping You're just so other. good at it that I, <laughs> it's yeah. like, he didn't take as nearly as much time on it as I did. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel like it deserved words, it. <laughs> words don't always come easy for me, so I know I spent a lot of time um, on this. My approach to it is really, to, as best as I could, was to just translate the scripture mm-hmm. into a song. You know, there are different approaches how you could how you could do it. You could summarize it, paraphrase it. Right. You know, We've done them take all. bits apart from it, but my approach uh, generally was to try to sing as much of the scripture as possible. It's not a long psalm, it's it's eight verses, and so it's more doable mm-hmm. yeah. to do that, to fit it all into one yeah. song. What I, th- what I think is interesting musically about this psalm, and I think you can hear this in a lot of what Philip writes, Philip writes with dual purposes in mind when he writes music often, and definitely was writing with dual purposes 
in writing the music for this one, which is Philip's our choir director. And so Philip always has, maybe not always, but often has in his head, I want this to work for my soul among lions, but also wouldn't it be great if it worked for the choir? And can I hear a choir arrangement as I'm writing this? And I think that this is one of the more obvious psalm settings that Philip has written that is like, he almost wrote this for the choir first. <laughs> I don't know. And you then translated out? it to... <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest, <laughs> as opposed to before. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think, maybe that's a subliminal thought, but I don't, I don't believe that, that that was my thought. Right. Like, I'm going to write a choir piece. I think... Maybe I, it's just so in your veins I, I that think it feels what it is, that way is to me. I've yeah. sung a lot of things. I've sung a lot of vocal music and classical music. And so I have melody just in me. Yeah. And so it, you might find maybe my melodies. You should hear our choir perform Philip's arrangement of this piece. It's pretty it, cool. You might, it, you might very well like it better than, mm-hmm. than the album. Version. We don't we don't have a recording of that that I can play right now, do we? Probably not very hi-fi, but it's, you can get it's yeah. probably enough to give people an idea. We can at least give you a sense yeah. of it. All right, so we're going to give people a little taste of this. It's not yeah. maybe not the best possible version, but here we go. Mhm. Probably right, Jake. Somewhere in there, I'm thinking. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there, there have been a number of songs that I've written that I've done that with. Like Good Shepherd Band had that version of Mary's song, mm-hmm. "Magnify the Lord." Yep. That became a choral piece, and then Song of Simeon, yeah. which also became a choral piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe somehow my songs lend themselves to that. Um, or maybe I'm just looking for other uses <laughs> for my songs. Right. Yeah, in some ways I do like the, the choral versions better in some cases. But mm-hmm. I think of everything we've talked about so far, what strikes me about this and re-examining it is we've, we've talked a few times now on this podcast about making interpretive choices and how you, you know, for the famous example was Psalm 2 where you could go really rageful or you could go kind of cheerful like mm-hmm. we had these two versions. This one to me feels the most like it is just the text. You know, you were trying to just give music to just just create a feeling. It's it's very straightforward in a good way, I think. I like this one. Jake, what did you bring to the table? Anything particular? <laughs> I think I helped straighten out some lyrics on the back half of the song, second or third verses. And then I, what I remember, and I, Philip didn't seem to remember no, this. I think you're right. I just didn't remember one bit. So Yeah, the whole coda, the mm-hmm, whole coda, coda yeah. wasn't a part of the song as Philip wrote it. And we didn't actually have Trimble and Do Not Sin. Mm-hmm. Which would be sad. Song, which would be really sad. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's like the verse. It's what you remember about right. Psalm four, mm-hmm. and it's sort of similar to a mistake we almost made. Uh, Psalm twenty eight or 20, uh, 19. 19, yeah. 20, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psalm twenty. Some, some trust, trust in, in chariots. chariots yeah. Where uh, we had a version that didn't highlight that 
that verse. And mm-hmm. so I was like, Phil, you got to find a way to get this in there, a bridge, something. And he came back with this really great coda idea that that really worked. So just sort of, I think that's, I don't remember exactly the what lyrical changes or lines I may have contributed mm-hmm. to in the song, but I feel like my main contribution was like, hey, you forgot mm-hmm. this big <laughs> thing. And then he came back with that, I just think it's a really brilliant way to end that song as a result. Well, one of those Hey Jude moments. One of those Hey Jude, Would yeah. you consider that a Hey Jude sure, moment? Yeah, I, 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 like, I like a good outro. <laughs> I, like an, I like an extended outro, which this isn't, but I, any, any song that has a good outro or a good coda, be it Hey Jude or uh, November Rain or... Uh, <laughs> well, that, that, the coda, and it's also interesting that the coda comes from the middle of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, the, yeah. It's kind of weird, but it works. That's one of the things that we'll probably do most often, even in the songs that are the most faithful to the original text, we will rearrange things for Im- for musical impact. Yeah. You know, like, oh, so, this, this chunk six is a good makes, a good, makes a good chorus, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Well, and I want to speak to what Jake was saying about realizing that it needed that coda. Here's, here's I'm, I'm going to draw as many lessons for potential creators because I want other people to go out and write psalms and do other fun creative work. So if you're listening and you're interested in this kind of work, knowing the right solution isn't nearly as important as knowing the right question to ask. So Jake's big contribution, I don't know whether Jake wrote those lyrics or not, but Jake's big contribution to this song was simply ask, saying, hey, why doesn't it have this? And some of the most valuable creative input that you'll get on a project like this or whatever you're doing is someone simply saying, oh, shouldn't it have something like this? And a lot of times that's actually much more, we, we give the glory to the person that then comes up with <laughs> the thing. But a lot of times what's really important is to have somebody that asks the right questions. Yeah. Those are the people that I like to look for uh, to collaborate with is not who's going to have the right answer because we can all sit there and come up with an answer. But if I'm going to be in a room with people trying to create something, I want the person that's going to ask the right questions. Like, why don't we have this? Or shouldn't this be here? Or why did we forget about this? Uh, that's, uh, that's what you want to look for. So mm-hmm. don't be fooled by glitz and glamour, but but you, you got to be a workman to be a creator of any kind of mm-hmm. worth. So and you go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, one of the challenges we came across in the production of this song is, you know, how long can you sustain just an acoustic guitar finger picking? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this song actually managed to end up being a longer song when it's all, you know, put together with the long coda and things like mm-hmm. that. Right. We had to kind of think through the arrangement a bit. And uh, I should mention that we had another female singer on this one, which is Rebecca... Zellers, now Kepler, mm-hmm. lend her beautiful voice. And, Absolutely. Um, which I think really just made the song that much more better. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. also played uh, mandolin, mandolin on it. All that just helped to keep the song moving and interesting and developing and, and just beautiful mm-hmm. with her, her sweet voice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, had for, I, I haven't listened to this one for a while. I'd forgotten she was on it, but she adds a lot to it. That's true. Cool. Well, shall we listen to it? Let's do it. All right. Hey, people, go to, you're going to hear the plug at the end, but you should go to patreon.com forward slash MSAL to support this work. Help us break that $2,000 mark. That'd be very helpful to us. Sometimes we live on a knife's edge at Warhorn Media in terms of uh, and all three of the gentlemen on this podcast have some part or all of their salary from uh, from, from the work that we're doing here. So be sure if you, if you like what we're doing, if you enjoy these podcasts, if you enjoy the music, to go to patreon.com forward slash MSAL. And with that little bit of commerce out of the way, 
Let's listen to Psalm 4 in You I Trust. Lord, hear me when I call. Relieve me from distress. Be merciful to me, O Lord, my God, my righteousness. How long, you sons of men, who glory in your shame? How long will you pursue deceit and seek for all? set apart the godly for yourself I know you'll hear me from afar when I cry to you for help I know the Lord will give an answer he will help in time of need so I will wait upon his power by His mercy I'll be free For you alone I will seek after You will raise me from the dust Now as I lay my head in silence In you I hope, in you I Some seek for foolish gain And things that have no worth But there's no hope in wine or gold The riches of the earth My heart is filled with joy In you I'm satisfied In peace I will lie down to sleep In you I will
Hey, if you like this song and you want to buy it, you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon or Bandcamp. You can go right now and listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music. If you want charts, lead sheets, it's all available for free at clearnotesongbook.com. And if you want to support this work and get access to great new content as we write and produce new songs, go to patreon.com forward slash MSAL where you can sign up for as little as a cup of coffee a month.